financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and our host, Tony Shore. And we're really excited to have you join us today because the topic of today's show is will Social Security be enough? And we'll be covering such points as the retirement cliff and ways to fill an income gap if there is one and creating a personal income plan. All right. Well, Eric, it sounds like a big show. Uh, that's a great topic and uh, kind of some big subjects we're going to be dealing with there. I know our listeners are going to be excited. Uh, I had a great week. How's your week been, Eric? You doing okay? It's been, oh, everything's great. Uh, very busy at work, which we love that. And uh, uh, lots of interest in things that we've been talking about on the radio. And that's nice to see. Uh, it was certainly uh, an exciting week last week with all the market turbulence. I'll tell you that. Uh, not the kind of excitement that a lot of folks <laughs> like to uh, experience, but it was excitement nonetheless. Well, yeah. And, you know, when we talk about kind of a, a volatile market or a market that has a lot of ups and downs and yeah, it had a big drop and now we're seeing it uh, gain momentum again. So uh, yeah, it's got, it finally looks like it found a bottom. The market's corrected about 9%. So it was uh, a much larger correction that we've experienced uh, uh, thus far in the last couple of years. I don't think we had a correction that large uh, since 2012. So it's been a couple of years, but uh, seems like we've kind of found some stability in the markets and, uh, and uh, now everybody's attention is turned towards corporate earnings, which, uh, or a good bellwether for the price of stocks. So anyway, but not a good time for someone that's just getting ready to retire and they're looking at their 401k going, I hope that thing's going to be okay. Well, yeah, definitely, Eric. And here's the thing, obviously, um, if we could tell people, hey, just don't grow old, uh, that would be great. But we're all growing older. Every, In fact, uh, everyone except for, you're the only person I know who never looks like they're getting older, Eric. I can't believe it. I know. I just, I refuse. I'm fighting the aging process uh, as hard as I can. And and I hear from uh, a lot of friends uh, that I still have the maturity of a 20-something-year-old. Uh, a <laughs> so I don't know if that's something I want to hang my hat on or not. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Yeah. Well, um, you look a good, I'm going to go out on a limb, 40 years younger than you actually are. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, you know. So do you. Yeah. So baby boomers uh, that are quickly approaching retirement, um, you know, this is a huge topic for them. So why don't you start us off by explaining 
exactly what is the retirement cliff? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's it's not something you're going to die from, but really we use it as a metaphor and it really represents the moment that you stop working and you start living off the money that you have set aside for retirement. And we often refer this uh, refer to this as the retirement cliff. So, you know, you've worked hard and you've earned money uh, a good portion of your life, but that income comes to an end the day you retire, that income from your employment activities. And when that happens, uh, most folks will need to tap into other resources to fill that financial gap. And Social Security is a big help for some, uh, but it's important that you also have other assets built up to help fill the gap. Um, one of the things that a lot of uh, pre-retirees have that's a misconception that, that I just don't see in reality is uh, they they may talk in terms of when they retire, their needs for income are going to be dramatically reduced um, and they're going to spend less and they're going to downsize their family home and, and things of these nature, uh, things of this nature. But uh, Tony, as is, is I've been working with seniors for the last 20 something years, I just don't see that in reality where people just suddenly their spending uh, and their lifestyle is severely restricted when they retire. Uh, in fact, sometimes their need for income uh, goes up because they have all this free time on their hands and they can go out and do things. So this retirement cliff is uh, a definitely something that should be addressed. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that we want to do with our Social Security workshops is helping people understand the many different ways that Social Security can help fill this income gap. And, and um, you know, we want to make sure that those assets uh, with Social Security, those checks are maximized. And so after someone's calculated their Social Security benefit and they know the year and month uh, that they can get maximum benefits, it's time to look at other retirement assets and income sources and options that will help reduce or eliminate the drop off of the retirement cliff. Well, that's a great point you bring up, Eric, but what other sources are out there for reliable income other than Social Security? Uh, is there something else that uh, our listeners can depend on uh, to help them when they're facing this retirement cliff? Well, there there used to obviously be more retired workers that receive uh, some form of pension from a corporation, uh, um, but a lot of those have uh, gone by the wayside and they've been replaced by employer-sponsored retirement plans like 401ks. Um, hopefully people have set aside money in IRA accounts or Roth IRA accounts. Um, some retirees will uh, augment their income with uh, dividends from stock holdings they have. Uh, sometimes people will, in fact, sell a home and take some of that uh, equity they've had in that home uh, and use that in retirement to supplement their income, perhaps buy a smaller uh, home to retire in. Uh, it doesn't seem like it happens as often as people would think though. And some folks have rental property that they have acquired and they can use the rental income to uh, augment their income as well. But it's really important, I think, uh, to meet with a qualified financial professional to discuss all these options 
and then really help determine which option uh, best suits that person's individual needs. Well, yeah, if someone's monthly social security check and their other supplemental income uh, leaves a shortfall in their desired income for retirement, uh, what are some ways then that they can prepare for that? Well, the old, uh, the old way of doing it is, is, which I think is, is really outdated and, and it can really put people in financial harm was people used to just call their stockbroker and just say, hey, I'm retiring uh, next month and I need to start pulling money out of my investment accounts. And, and uh, the rule of thumb that we used to use was a 4% uh, rate of withdrawal in the first year in retirement. And then you adjust it upward for inflation. So people would just simply tap their investment accounts and, uh, and be done with it. Uh, the problem that we have learned and the problem that was always there doing that is when you're drawing from investment accounts and the returns of those investment accounts are negative, uh, that withdrawal you're taking out of that account uh, is simply just adding to the losses that you're suffering in that. Uh, another way of putting this is just imagine if you retired in 1999 and uh, you started drawing from your investments that year. And then the second year you're in retirement, we go into a recession and you're still drawing out uh, the appropriate amount of money you need to uh, augment your social security and other uh, investment accounts. And you have a 10% loss in, in the value of those accounts and you take out 4%. Uh, you really had a 15% loss. And then you go into the next year and we're still in recession and the recession's deepening. And, uh, you know, from 2000 to 2002, we were in a three-year uh, recession where people had negative returns uh, in their investments. Uh, and so you have negative returns coupled with those withdrawals and, and people got put in, a lot of retirees got put into a hole financially uh, that was really hard to dig out of. And, and so really what they did was they shortened their life expectancy of their investments. And so, uh, we think it's often, oftentimes just a mistake to deal with it that way and, and just take kind of a, a gambler's approach to uh, setting up their retirement accounts. So, you know, the shortfall that you mentioned um, is called the income gap. And we think it's important because a lot of times people don't want to lower their lifestyle when they retire. Uh, they've gotten to a point where they want to enjoy their life, not... Uh, not come to the conclusion they can't go to a restaurant if they want to, or they can't go visit somebody uh, in another state because they can't afford to travel. That's no way to retire. Um, and so if you have a known income gap that needs to be filled and you most likely want to know how to fill that gap with the fewest dollars possible, leverage what assets you have and, and create that income using the fewest dollars. So the first tool, it goes back to maximizing social security. And then you can leverage that additional income and look at other investment tools that can help generate income for you to augment that Social Security. And as always, uh, it needs to be specific uh, to the person and the goals. And those should be thoroughly analyzed. And I think the best course of action is to consult someone uh, like myself that spends a great deal of time doing this uh, and knows proven methods that uh, that work and solutions that are viable uh, to help people fill these gaps in, in, in retirement. 
Sure. Well, with all the different social security strategies out there, I think that people have a good amount of control uh, when they want to claim their benefits. Well, that's true. However, uh, they have a lot of control over when to claim, but the decision as to when you'll receive Social Security benefits can either positively, positively or negatively affect the benefits. And that's where uh, information is lacking. Um, people just don't know when it's best to trigger their Social Security. So uh, that's why we do the Social Security maximization workshops uh, here locally. Uh, we host them at least one per month. And, uh, you know, people read really need information uh, to make this very important decision for their financial future and, and, and current correct and insightful advice on how to implement uh, these strategies as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of factors of Social Security that you can control uh, as to when to file. Uh, but there's other factors that you cannot control. Uh, you know, for instance, uh, if you're earning a good living, you can't control putting more money into Social Security uh, to get more out of it. Uh, they have taxable limits on your income as to how much uh, is taxed and goes to Social Security. And so you can't just say, hey, I want to overfund Social Security for my personal benefit. It just doesn't work that way. So you know, in our next segment, uh, I'll discuss additional ways to address any income need that you may have uh, or you may encounter after receiving your Social Security benefits. Well, that would be great. Uh, our time is up for this segment right now. Uh, do you have any remarks before we take a quick break? Well, yeah. Um, when I meet with clients, uh, I provide them with my Rule of 100 report. And this is a real helpful report when planning for your income in retirement. And very often, Tony, it's a real eye-opening experience to review. So any of our listeners out there can download our complimentary Rule of 100 report right now by simply going to my website at nvretirementplanners.com or they can request a copy by calling my office. Uh, give me a ring at 775-674-2222. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more from Eric Cheek on Financially Tuned after this. Good advice is sometimes hard to come by. That's why you should find a financial professional you can trust. There may not be such a thing as a perfect investment. Every financial choice involves trade-offs. It's helpful to have a financial professional on your side to help you organize your goals and have a better understanding of the pros and cons of any financial decision. At Nevada Retirement Planners, we focus on working with you to meet your financial goals and provide the advice that can help minimize the hazards that you may face. Visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and our host, Tony Shore. Now, we've been talking about whether or not Social Security uh, and the benefits you receive will address all of your income needs. And if it won't, what other ways uh, can help fill that income gap in retirement? Well, yeah, and we're not trying to scare anybody here, but as our listeners out there know, this can be a scary time. And trying to figure out how you're going to make ends meet and making what money you do have, even if you have a lot or a little, you need a solid overall comprehensive plan to make sure it's going to outlast you and that you can leave some. 
for your loved ones as well. So uh, it's been a great discussion so far. In that last segment, you alluded to a way to address one's income gap if their social security benefit doesn't meet their actual income need. Right. Yeah. Shortly before we ended the last segment, I mentioned that there are some aspects of social security you can control and areas you cannot. For example, you cannot control putting more money into social security to get more out of it. Uh, it'd be a great way to create a safer uh, money asset that would enhance your retirement if you could have the option to contribute more money towards social security in order to receive uh, a more secure, reliable source of income. Uh, but since that option isn't available, you may need to seek an investment tool that's similar to Social Security that can provide you with reliable income and also has potential to increase the value uh, of your principal investment. Well, you're making a great point here, and a solution would be great. I know for a lot of our listeners and for myself, we no longer have pensions. There are still a few people uh, that might be government workers or teachers, and they might have pensions, but the majority of Americans now don't get a pension plan that automatically pays out money and keeps growing. And Social Security doesn't allow you to pay into it uh, after you retire to uh, keep growing that as well. So what is a potential solution for us? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, there's a couple, but I want to. I just want to go back to the fact, uh, in my experience of working with people that do have the benefit of a secondary income source in addition to Social Security, like a pension. Um, the thing that makes a pension so desirable for a retiree is the continued, steady source of reliable income. It still may not be enough for their needs, but the fact that they can count on a specific dollar amount each month really enhances uh, their ability to live the retirement that they have dreamed about doing. And so if we can take that concept of a reliable, consistent, steady source of income and set up a vehicle that will provide that to work in concert with Social Security. Uh, a lot of people benefit from this strategy uh, moreover than just trying to generate returns with their investments and then deciding how much they can afford to take out. It just puts real reliability into their income picture. And so oftentimes, uh, one of the solutions that we can use is uh, a fixed indexed annuity. Now, currently, you probably have savings in a variety of assets that you've acquired over years. And I see this often. I call uh, potential clients like this collectors. They have a CD at the bank and then they have uh, a mutual fund with uh, an advisor over at company X. And then they have a retirement plan through their employer. And then they might have a 401k that they never rolled over from a job a few years back. And so I call these folks investment collectors. But um, if you have assets that you would like to structure for retirement income, a fixed annuity might be the right choice for you. And a question you might want to ask yourself is this, uh, how concerned are you about finding a secure financial vehicle to protect your savings? 
and how concerned are you that there may be a better way to structure uh, savings that you have uh, currently? So if you're concerned about what the best way to fill your income gap should be, a fixed index annuity may be a good option for you. You know, in my opinion, this type of annuity can be an efficient and profitable way to solve your income gap. And it's also important to consult uh, a qualified financial advisor to help determine if a fixed index annuity is right for you. There are a lot of different insurance companies and there are a lot of moving parts uh, in these vehicles. And so uh, my best advice is to find someone who is really qualified to give you an impartial uh, view of how this may uh, work for you in retirement. Well, I, I tell you what, Eric, can you give us maybe a more detailed explanation of what a fixed in index annuity is and what its benefits would be? Well, sure. Uh, you know, fixed index annuities uh, is a way for Americans to help bridge the gap of income. So, you know, fixed index annuities can offer a measure of protection to help against market downturns. So uh, in these type of insurance products, the principal invested uh, is protected from loss uh, of uh, future market downturns. And this is really a huge benefit uh, to purchasing annuities when you're looking for steady income. Like I alluded to before, if you use an investment account and you're drawing a set amount uh, from it every month, and you have uh, a year like 2008 where the market has a, a, a huge uh, cataclysmic financial event and suddenly your nest egg is 30% less, uh, the ability for that nest egg to generate the same amount of income is severely uh, impaired and limited by that big loss. And really what happens in cases like that is, is people's financial life expectancy uh, has been greatly diminished. It's like their finances had a major heart attack, uh, not their health personally. So, uh, you know, a fixed index annuity can help uh, provide you with that steady, reliable income uh, that is tax sheltered uh, until you withdraw the money. So if you put money into one of these accounts uh, from savings, for example, uh, you don't pay any taxes on the growth uh, in the account until the money's withdrawn uh, in retirement. And with fixed annuities, both the money you invest and the interest paid out are guaranteed by the claims paying ability of the insurer. So you definitely want to check into the financial uh, reliability of the insurance company as well. And investors should consider uh, their investment objectives and their ability to uh, deal with risk and uh, the charges in these uh, type of vehicles and certainly the expenses that can accompany uh, one of these fixed index annuities. And I want them to carefully examine these, these items before turning any of their hard-earned money over uh, and, and invest. And uh, they're going to find a lot of good information from prospectuses containing this and other information about the annuities and they're available by contacting your financial professional. And please read these prospectuses carefully before investing to ensure 
that a fixed index annuity is appropriate for your goals and your risk tolerance. In addition, you need to understand that annuities are designed to be long-term investments and frequently involve substantial charges such as administrative fees, contract fees, and mortality and risk expense charges and surrender charges. And early withdrawals may impact annuity cash values and death benefits. And taxes are payable upon withdrawal of funds. So in addition to this, uh, if you're under the age of 59 and a half and withdraw money from uh, an annuity, the IRS imposes uh, an early withdrawal penalty of 10% on the amount withdrawn. So uh, you really need to be aware uh, of all these features. And annuities are not guaranteed by the FDIC or any other government agency. And they're not deposits uh, in banking uh, accounts and other obligations of or guaranteed or endorsed by any bank uh, or savings. So, uh, I think the rule of thumb is, is if you're thinking about this big uh, potential help to set up retirement income, I really think you need to get some objective advice on if this is a tool that's right for you. Um, we pride ourselves on that aspect right there. Um, we're fiduciaries for our investment clients and so uh, we're held to a higher standard that broker-dealers are when it comes to directing clients into certain investments. And so uh, we always have to be mindful of keeping the client's uh, best interest uh, in the forefront. And so we want to make sure that even with something like an insurance purchase, like an annuity, that it's actually in our client's best interest to proceed uh, and use that is a is a viable tool for them. Well, yeah, Eric, and it's so important, and that's why we stress it to our listeners that before you do anything like that, and before you make any large decisions, you really need to give Eric a call and sit down with him. It's a complimentary, no obligation meeting, and he's not doing it just to try to sell you a product. He's not going to push annuities or this type of product on you or that type or try to get you to invest in certain funds. He's going to look at your overall picture and determine what is actually best for you. One thing I'd like to mention too, uh, Tony, is when I meet with uh, a potential new uh, client, um, one of the first things we do is an assessment. And there are times when people will bring in uh, various types of annuities asking for an explanation as to what it is that they have purchased. And that really is disheartening to me that people invest sometimes thousands of dollars uh, into any type of investment and really don't understand what it is that they've invested their money in. And so I'm always happy just to give them uh, an assessment of what they have and, and just make a neutral party assessment. This is what you have. These are the positive aspects. These are the drawbacks. Uh, and educate them. Uh, a, a piece of information, a big piece, was obviously missing. Uh, and so I, I think it kind of damages our industry as a whole where, you know, products are sold to people instead of solutions are offered. Uh, and so I, I really feel that we break the mold in that business model of product salespeople and, and really we look at solutions and what's the right tool 
for this particular person's needs, uh, looking at the big picture. So we really excel at that, and I would welcome anyone to contact us and and just schedule a free consultation, and we'd be happy to uh, give you an assessment as to where you are pre-retirement and and uh, and offer some advice on how to get there. And for folks that are retired, we're happy we're happy to help them as well. All right. So, uh, how can our listeners get a hold of you? They can go to our website at www.nvretirementplanners.com and they can contact me that way. They can download all of the uh, reports that we talk about uh, during the show. Like today, we talked about the Rule of 100 report. Uh, they can request a consultation right there. Certainly give me a call anytime. Uh, we're here uh, Monday through Friday, uh, 9 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Leave a message if it's before or after hours. We'll get back to you. Uh, but just reach out and contact me and we'll get something set up. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 